Welcome to the Family Camping Podcast. Whether you're a novice and don't know where to start, or a more refined camper who wants to bring their children while camping, this is the podcast for you. We will be covering topics such as general camping, festivals, all the year, while camping, and the basics on how to get started. So why we chose not to give up festivals? So we are a blended family, and when I met Guillaume, he had two kids who were like three and five, or almost four and six. And we obviously got on very well, loved each other very much, wanted to stay together, but we were almost in different stages of our lives. You know, Guillaume had kids, I was still carefree. And the festival thing, I think we actually started to do because it was a really easy way to bridge both versions of our lives together and create a shared experience. Um, and we chose to do it with kids to create memories. Um, it's really easy to go to festival with kids because as long as you choose the right festival, there's so much for them to do. And you don't really, you know, it takes the pressure about everyone getting to know each other and creating memories. And we first started to go to small festivals that were just for a few nights and were mainly BW, and then we built ourselves up to, to bigger festivals. And it did feel like the best of both worlds. It still, you know, it was a responsible parenting thing to do where, you know, the kids were taken care of and they were entertained. And we also got to have a lot of fun and, you know, relive our youth, as it were. So I'm going to give you our top tips for um, going to festivals with families. What you notice year on year is you sort of refine down what you do and you sort of just get better and better at knowing what works for you and what doesn't. Maybe all of these won't work for you, maybe some will, but they're generally quite a good place to start, we think. Um, so these are our top family festival tips. So the first thing is like, try and go with friends. It shares the parenting load because you can um, have some parenting time, you can have some alone time, the kids entertain each other and it kind of takes the pressure off a bit and you know you also then have to do less cooking, less washing up because they're just more hands. So yeah, try and go with friends and share, share tasks and chores. The second one and terrible for the environment but you can find environmentally friendly baby wipes as baby wipes. Um, the reality is the more than likely you're not going to have a chance to shower. There are some festivals, the bigger ones, who do have showers, but generally speaking, like the queues are like over an hour and you have to weigh up whether it's worth it, um, whether it's worth the shower and whether it's worth the wait. So baby whites are really a godsend uh, during this time. I would say the most important thing to prioritize when you're getting your kits and when you're packing your car and when you're having to sort of pare down on stuff is being able to sleep comfortably. Getting a good night's sleep um, is going to make the entire festival more like enjoyable. If it's between a better bed or a cooker, or a better cooker, go for the better bed. So unless you have solar or a really big ledger battery, you're really gonna struggle to keep things cold the entire festival. So another good idea is to look at what you've got and try and freeze everything you can. If you're really geeky and you really enjoy it, you can uh, start cooling down your cooler box 
before the actual day that you go, which helps with keeping in the cold. Um, and we try and batch cook a little bit before we go. So like do a bolognese sauce and we would freeze that too. And, and then as that starts to defrost, we would then eat it. This helps everything keep cool and, and it helps keep stuff like your milk fresh. Once again, freeze your milk, freeze your orange juice, freeze your wine, freeze everything. Um, and slowly but surely like take it out. If you are into coffee and need a coffee to start out your day right, invest in a good coffee machine. There's some really good stovetop ones that uh, sort of percolate or you can get an AeroPress these days. But if you're used to nice coffee in your house, changing to horrible instant is gonna be really difficult for you and it will just start you out in not a very good mood in the morning. So make sure you've got nice coffee. The next is something that most parents know, but just to reiterate, you can never have enough snacks. Snacks, 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 snacks. Different types of snacks. Kids all get hungry at different times and our three really get hangry. They turn and having a backpack full of snacks is really helpful because you can just sort of throw a Kit Kat or an apple or a, a, a thing of pom bears at them and kind of placate them for a while. So you might have to go back to camp a little bit earlier than you would have done if you didn't have children. And you obviously don't want your night to end. So make sure you bring your own beer and wine. When you're out and you know at the actual festival of the day, you might want to buy some really nice cocktails because that's always really, really nice and, and they'll be nice and cold. But make sure that you've got enough booze to sort of keep you going if the, one of the kids crash quite early and you want to sit by the fire and listen to the music in, in the background because you still might be able to hear it. So just make sure that you've got your own beer and wine. And once again, buy a QB of wine and freeze it because it will, it will keep not quite nice and cold. Also, kids have a tendency to get more tired, as do parents when they're carrying their children around. And so we always like to bring a picnic blanket, at least we can sit on quite nicely at the festival when we're listening to music, or maybe bring a chair. If you are bringing a chair, don't be an idiot and sit close, too close to the front. Be respectful and sit at the back, but like bring a picnic blanket, bring a chair, make sure that you guys can sit down comfortably. Because also, if one of your kids decides to sleep when it's dark and you decide not to go back, it's nice for them to also just have something nice and warm to lie on. The next one is is ear defenders. I'm not gonna lie, people rave about these. They've never taken off in our household. We have a bunch of FOMOs as children who have no interest in having ear defenders. They wanna be fully immersed in the sound. But ear defenders, if you do have a kid that is trying to sleep or you do have a younger kid and you're worried about their ears, they're really, really good. And then also, if you have a sleeping child, generally speaking, putting air defenders on will heightens the chance of them actually staying asleep. So another piece of advice, is if you're going with really young kids, like we're talking babies, take a baby carrier, because that will be a lifesaver. Even if you go with like a four-year-old and their little heads get tired, take uh, like the Tallulah does it like quite a nice toddler carrier and a preschooler carrier and you can actually pop them in there until they're quite old and it really helps. 
a lot of people tendency to buy like these trolleys with tiny wheels that are really heavy. They are the worst idea at a festival. I have seen countless people pull these steel trolleys with tiny wheels up a muddy hill at Camp Festival and like half of them don't make it. The other half have like scars on their legs from, you know, it rolling into them. If you do get a trolley, like make sure you replace the wheels to be nice and big and, and quite robust. But really, I think you go for a bike trailer because they've got much bigger wheels. Um, you get the ones that convert into like a running stroller with a, with a wheel in the front. Um, you can just pop them on the back wheels and push them up the hill. They're much roomier, they're more comfortable for kids. Um, you can store much more stuff in the back. And generally speaking, they're much, much, much easier to get around. And another thing you cannot have enough of at a festival are fairy lights. Fairy lights are great, especially in the dark, and you do have a trolley or a trailer. You can tie them around them and people can see where it is. Also, if you have kids sleeping somewhere, you sprinkle some fairy lights around and it kind of gives it soft lighting to illustrate that there's a child there. You can put them everywhere. They look great. And they're really nice soft lighting so they won't get in anyone's eyes. Ideally, we would always stay and watch the big acts in the nights at the bigger festivals. And it's really hard to sort of maintain your kids, especially when they're quite young and you want them to stay reasonable. It's really hard to maintain them to, to that sort of uh, time. So what we found is we, around the meal that we're eating at the camper van or the tent, we try and give the kids about an hour just to chill out. Usually we do it like mid-afternoon or early evening. Um, we let them run wild and run ragged actually around the camp van. One of us cooks and they get to just kind of reset themselves before we go and try and extend them into the night as, as long as possible. And actually this leads on lastly to our next tip, which is do go out at night. Like don't think that your festival ends because you have kids when the sun goes down or at seven o'clock or whatever, do go out. The kids love it, you know. One of my favorite memories of Bearded Theory a few years ago was Elise, who's now four, was two at the time, and her having like the most wonderful like dance party rave with these bunch of bikers that we mix next to us. And, and she would never have experienced or had this great time had we, told her, you know, locked her away in the camper van from seven o'clock. You do need to find a way to make sure your kids aren't overstimulated because especially if they are flashlights, like strobe lighting, some kids get really going to get affected by that. Um, and then you need to make sure where you stand and how, how you deal with it. But you can still go out and still see the main acts in a sensible way with kids. So children friendly festivals and not necessarily like festivals that are totally aimed at families. A lot of them do have some stuff that is pre-booked for kids. Unfortunately, it gets booked up really quickly. And unless you do your research beforehand, you won't know it's there. We got caught out, um, but we've been caught out both at Camp Festival and at Bearded Theory, where booking stuff in advance was absolutely key. And we just didn't realize in, in our first years. And, and the kids actually missed out on some quite cool activities. So make sure that you spend time reading the websites 
and actually know what's on offer and know whether they are pre-booking. Some of them you've got to turn up on the first day and then it all gets booked up for the rest of the festival. But if there's something your kid really wants to do, it's probably worth it to prioritize, go standing on the queue on the first day and getting a couple of activities booked in. So for your bigger festivals, generally there's like a playlist released of, it's like a playlist of all the, all the people who are playing at the festival. And what we generally try and do is we try and play that before we go and we'll play it just in the background when we're driving somewhere. We probably won't play it and everyone will actively listen to it, but we try and keep it on the background. And what happens then is instead of going to a festival and all the kids not knowing any of the music, they'll suddenly recognize songs. And the look on their faces when they do recognize a song is, is absolutely phenomenal. When you know, it's something that they've heard played on the Alexa or in the car. And suddenly, you know, there's there's a lady singing the song that we know um, on stage. And it really is a beautiful moment. And it, I would say out of all our tips, this is probably the one that if you, you know, if you do ha have those magical moments, you'll definitely thank us for later. Now, as much as I hate to push anyone to social media, Facebook is your friend in this uh, for festivals. The bigger festivals always have like a Facebook group and it's really worthwhile to join it especially if you're going as a single parent or you're going without friends and there you will hear about like loads of other stuff that's going on there is a nerf battle that takes place at camp festival and it's all organized by the Facebook page and a lot of people would, don't even know it happens if they're not on it um, it's a great resource it'll give you a kind of an idea of the vibe of the festival People are super friendly. I mean, super, super, super friendly. And especially if you are like a single parent or going alone or it's your first time or you're worried about whatever, it's a great resource. Also during the festival, you know, on a lot of these Facebook groups say people run out of nappies, other people donate them to them. Some of these tent fall down or, you know, don't know how to change a gas or turn on the regulator or whatever. If you pop it on there, somebody will actually come and offer to help you. And a lot of people don't know about this, but like if it's your first time and you are worried, join the Facebook group, introduce yourself. And in your time of need, somebody will, will come and assist you. So it's a great resource. And this is undoubtedly the best tip we can give anyone who's thinking about going to um, a festival with their kids is lower your expectations. It's not going to be the same as when you went. It is going to be totally and utterly different. Your kids will love it, but they will throw a tantrum at some point. They will become overstimulated. They will become angry. You won't feed them in time. There's a good chance of, you know, you've got a younger one that they might, you know, not make it to the toilet in time. These are just harsh realities about going to a festival. You have to know that also you're not alone. It happens to everyone. It even happens to people like us who go to festivals every year and, and do quite a few is festivals are so much fun but they are can be like quite overstimulating for kids and not everyone's on their best behavior all the time and you won't get to see everything you want to see because suddenly mr tumble outweighs seeing you know a headlining band and that's life and you know if you go in with your expectations saying we're going to create great memories but i might not see any music or you know see that one band i want to see that's really, really, really important because you probably will end up seeing the band you want to see and it'll just be that little like cherry on top because you didn't expect it and you lowered your expectations. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe as it helps other people find us. 
feel free to send us your comments and your messages and we will try and respond to each of you.